Friends, hello. Today is a big day, and I must be honest, I'm a little nervous, but I'm also very excited. Today we announce what's next for the New Evangelicals, and I'll tell you, it's a massive evolution. So brace yourself, because it's big, but absolutely necessary. As many of you know, the New Evangelicals started just about three years ago on December 1st, 2020. I made a video in my attic, posted it to Instagram under the heading, The New Evangelicals, and I was worried. I had a pit in my stomach, and I was thinking to myself, was the name too audacious? Would this resonate with other people? Was I the only person really concerned about the direction of my faith tradition with the rise of Trump, the response to Black Lives Matter, and the COVID misinformation campaign that was being promoted in my tradition? I had no clue what would happen. I just knew that I was committed to Jesus, committed to the Christian faith, and found my Christian environment more and more problematic and frankly unchristian in the way it was behaving. So I had to say something. Well, fast forward three years later, and here we are as a nonprofit organization. I am humbled and blown away. Since the beginning, our community has come together to build better paths forward in our beliefs, our culture, and our understanding in the digital space. We know that too many people have suffered from the toxic gospel and political maneuvering of American evangelical fundamentalism. And as an inclusive and Jesus-centered organization that focuses on digital media and digital spaces, you've seen us hold evangelicalism accountable, insisting that loving our neighbor is a non-negotiable through podcasts, posts, stories, reels, community groups, or private Facebook group, etc. And over time, we have grown to become one of the largest social media accounts devoted to this work, which is incredibly humbling and a big responsibility to do things ethically and transparently. But even with all of this work in such a short amount of time, we are still too quiet. We have all seen this insurmountable wave of a twisted gospel pushed on social media and the devastating harm it has brought to our faith, our culture, and our country. These are harmful narratives that are powerfully funded and drown us out. It's Christian civic engagement in its worst form. I mean, just listen to a few of these voices that claim to be emulating the way of Jesus. I want to give you a warning. Some of these clips are incredibly difficult to listen to. We will not compromise with you if you don't love God you are not our friend so I'm just gonna come right out and say this because it needs to be said I have a, such great contempt for trans individuals and everything that they are doing right now in our society uh, to me I've yet to meet a trans person that I thought was a good individual I was gonna say Hitler was elected Biden had to steal the election well you're a Christian nationalist you want you want the kingdom to be the government yes we want believers to be the ones writing the laws. Yes, guilty as charged. Yeah, Native Americans, get the fuck out of America. You're on stolen land that you stole. And you want to know why Manifest Destiny happened? Do you know why we took it back? Because we couldn't live with you on the land because you guys kept declaring war on us and kept declaring war and trying to take back land that we already traded and or bought from you. And you did not understand property rights because you were savages. And that's why you got the name that you did. And to make this even more frustrating, these voices and many others have a huge reach. And before you think I pulled some random clips from small time contributors, that last video is from a man who has over a million followers on Twitter and YouTube alone and was on the Blaze Network owned by Glenn Beck for years. Millions of people hear their message of exclusion and dehumanization in the name of God. In fact, let me give you some 
true but unsettling perspective. There are four major Christian nationalist media-driven organizations that exist today. The Daily Wire, Prager University, The Blaze, and Turning Point USA. This, of course, is not an exhaustive list, but between those four organizations alone, their annual budget in 2022 was, get ready, $315 million combined. These four brand accounts have a combined 23.3 million followers across all of their social media channels, and that that's not including the personalities behind them, like Charlie Kirk's Twitter or Ben Shapiro's Instagram account, etc. These four organizations are also incredibly interconnected. They cross-pollinate on each other's platforms all the time. For example, at America Fest, which is hosted by Turning Point USA and will attract roughly 11,000 people in person, folks like Candace Owens from The Daily Wire and Ali Stuckey from The Blaze are speaking there. Prager University, which for the record is not a university, but instead a right-wing think tank whose mission is to offer alternatives to the dominant left-wing ideology and culture, media, and education, that's a real quote, by the way, thanks their, quote, dear friends at the Daily Wire for making a short documentary about them right on their website. And by the way, Prager University alone claims that their videos on YouTube have been viewed over a billion times. That's one billion with a capital B. These organizations don't see each other as competitors. They see each other as friends and they build narratives and language that the rest of us have to respond to. They have the funding and coalition building to create narratives that get beyond their own bubbles and into to the American lexicon. Phrases like critical race theory or groomers or the now appropriated word woke have all been disseminated through organizations like Prager University, Turning Point, The Daily Wire, and The Blaze. And as we know, these narratives have real world effects on so many of us. It's not a coincidence that we've seen the misinformation campaign targeting our queer neighbors under the banner of groomers pushed by this Christian nationalist media coalition. And we've seen a record amount of anti-trans and anti-queer bills attempting to be passed and legislators around the nation. So, earlier this year, I looked around to see, are there any other options? What other Christian organizations are out there that are offering alternative narratives? So, I did some research and pulled the social media footprint of seven organizations that are Christian and engage in culture, politics, and theology, including us. And these organizations are Christianity Today, Relevant Magazine, Sojourners, Patheos, Faith in Public Life, and the Christian Century, and of course, us. Now, let's stop right there. I know, these seven organizations do not agree on a lot of things. For example, Patheos is a much more interfaith organization, while Christianity Today, at best, would be moderate right in terms of both theology and politics. But I had to go this broad to even compare the numbers. And let me tell you, between those seven organizations, including us, they do a combined $35 million in funding with 2.6 million followers across all of their channels. And what's crazy is that even though we are the smallest organization by far, meaning this year we did 163 thousand dollars in funding via grassroots donations which is literally a tenth of the next lowest funded organization and despite the fact that we have a staff of one me, we have a larger social media footprint than almost all of these organizations, and we have the best actual engagement when it comes to social media content. On Instagram alone, our last 10 videos posted did a combined one and a half million views, while in second place did roughly a third of that number. Our podcast regularly hits the top 200 in religion and spirituality, and our YouTube channel continues to grow and have a larger reach despite having less subscribers than others. What's more discouraging, though, is that it seems like those other organizations are not 
thinking about the power of social media in a digital media age. What I mean by that is when you look at their social media channels, they are clearly an afterthought and not the primary way that these organizations want to disseminate information. In my opinion, these organizations are missing not only the present need, but also the future. I mean, I'm not sure about you, but when I want information, I rarely turn on legacy media or even go to a website. Instead, I'm looking on places like YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or podcasts to find information to help me understand something. And frankly, Christian nationalist media or far right media, whatever you want to call it, absolutely recognizes the power of these platforms and they are utilizing them 100% and they are incredibly effective. If you don't believe me, just go and compare the engagement and follower account between an organization like the Daily Wire and accounts like Christianity Today or Relevant Magazine. It's not even a fair fight. Look, it's clear that an antidote is needed. And as an organization built completely on and for the digital world, we are in a unique position to create that antidote. No one else is doing this, but we're ready to. It is absolutely time to change this, but we cannot do it alone. This is why Project Amplify is being launched with a big but necessary vision to create a coalition of credible voices in theology, culture, and politics to lead a better path forward for Christian civic engagement fueled by the values of love, inclusivity, justice, and of course, non-dehumanization. Over the course of two years, I've had the privilege of interviewing dozens and dozens of people who are brilliant. They are honestly brilliant. They are scholars. They are theologians. They are historians. They are sociologists. They're constitutional lawyers, etc. But so many of them have a very small presence on social media and who can blame them? It's another full-time job to create content that is designed to take off and be seen by millions of people. In real talk, nothing is more frustrating to me than when I see someone who I've interviewed post something on their Instagram only to have it do absolutely no serious engagement. I've seen so many amazing takes on the Bible or on Christianity or politics or history to only look at the view count and see, 50 views or 100 views on that person's video. And listen, I know, I know it's not just about the numbers. I totally get that. But we have to be realistic here. When better narratives are seen by millions, they start to change things. And we know this because when harmful narratives are seen by millions, that changes things. Book bans are up. The number of kids getting vaccinated are hitting record lows. These narratives have real world impact. This is where Project Amplify comes in. We have to build a well-organized structure that will allow us to work with, manage, and create relevant and timely content from these credible voices. Project Amplify will give us the ability to organize in smart and strategic ways, working together to be the change we need to see. It's like this. On one hand, you absolutely need credible voices. But on the other hand, without a megaphone, their voices will only be drowned out. They need digital media experts to help them shape and create content for the digital world. That's where we come in. We will amplify content that lets others know there are better paths forward in their faith and lets our neighbors know that we are committed to their flourishing. We're done letting Christian fundamentalism own the corner on true Christianity. And to be very clear, this is not about being motivated by political affiliation. Although, let's also be clear, it's not hard to be considered left-wing when organizations like Turning Point think that even advocating for the existence and rights of queer people put you in that liberal camp. But this is all about being motivated by the values of love, inclusivity, and justice, and of course, non-dehumanization. And we want those values to direct the nature of our 
content instead of being ruled by what any political party is saying at any given time. If this sounds like a lot, that's because it is. And it's a very wide strategy and it will take a lot of people and creative effort to build this. If we're gonna do this, we have to do it right. And that means hiring the right people, building the right structures, thinking ahead in our content and being able to keep up with the 24 seven information stream. Theology, politics, and culture all intersect heavily and we need a system big enough to handle it. I get requests from you all the time like, have you done a series on how we get our Bible? Or how do I explain Christian nationalism to a friend? Or I recently came out but am struggling to give my parents something that can explain to them that who I am is not sinful. And not only is this too much for one person, I'm not the most qualified person to be answering these questions. But I know people who are and we have an obligation to work with them to create content that is designed to be accessible digitally. This means it's produced well, it's well thought out, it's designed for the algorithm to pick it up so it reaches beyond our own bubbles. I'll never forget when I was 18 and I really started to question if hell was forever and I was wondering if you could still be a Christian and see it differently. So I looked it up online and every response that I populated were evangelical fundamentalist websites with people like John MacArthur or John Piper or Francis Chan all answering the question with the same conclusion. The only biblical way to view hell is that it's eternal conscious torment. And for a lot of years, I was convinced that was the only way to be Christian because the other narratives were so drowned out. But imagine asking that question on TikTok or on Instagram today and finding a credible voice answering it in a compelling way. That's what we're talking about. This is what Project Amplify wants to do. It takes a credible and thoughtful voice and it combines it with digital expertise specifically designed to reach people who we all know are asking these questions but don't know where to look. And of course, it's not just theology. We're talking about human sexuality, politics, history, racism, misogyny. You get the point, but it's much more broad than just one topic. Project Amplify is all about expanding voices represented on the channels of the new evangelicals. Now, I'm not going anywhere and I have some ideas for my part in this, but remember, the name is the new evangelicals with an S not the new evangelical. So what do we need from you to make this a reality? I'm gonna shoot very straight. We need to raise $150,000 by the end of this year to really kick this thing off. And then we wanna raise an additional $600,000 by the end of 2024. This money is going to things like hiring the right people, paying contributors, getting a small studio space where we can think about content in a more strategic and professional way, travel costs, administration costs, and of course, making sure that we have digital spaces built for people looking to find each other and connect. Now, depending on who you are, that can sound like a lot of money or it cannot sound like a lot of money. To me, that sounds like a lot of money. That sounds like almost a million dollars. In fact, our stretch goal would be to raise a million dollars by the end of next year. That's audacious, I know, but frankly, we live in audacious times and we wanna do this right and we have to build this with urgency. We have a faith that's lost its way, a country in deep crisis, and a culture waiting for Christians to do better. With the 2024 election right around the corner and a wave of harmful rhetoric filling the digital space, the time is now to make this happen. But I have good news. We've been meeting with people behind the scenes for months and we have contributors who are ready to go and excited to work with us. We all believe this is needed now more than ever. We need to unify. We need to stop working in our silos and we need to build the coalition of credible voices needed now. Project Amplify is about doing this together. And yes, we absolutely need your donation to make this project a reality. Here are two ways you can do that. First, you can make a larger one-time donation that gives you a bigger tax write-off in 2023 and helps get this project off the ground. And starting today on 
Giving Tuesday, all of your donations will be matched up to $5,000. That means if you give 20, our matching donor will give 20. Secondly, you can start a monthly donation or increase your current donation to keep the momentum going. Monthly donations are the coals that keep the fire lit and one-time donations is the gas needed to blow this thing up. No donation is too small. Every bit helps and it's going to take all of us so we can do it. Click the link in the notes to donate and let's raise our voices together to be the better way forward right now. This is the future, friends. I'm excited. I'm nervous, but more than anything, the team and I are emphatically convinced that this is the direction we need to head in. I cannot thank you enough for listening and I can't thank you enough for your support. Let's find better paths forward together.